You know what this thing is about Carly Chiefs and trying to be a London Pirate just because you beat a club 4-0 and then they just have to follow suit. I'm really disgusted at this. I have no idea what you're talking about, yeah. which is just as well, Clive. So we can move <laughs> on to Asian stocks because you're delusional now about Chiefs trying to be pirates. It should be the other way around. But let's look at what these Asian stocks are doing. I see they've advanced to a five-month high after the Greek yeah. bailout deal, Clive. Yeah, you know, that Greek saga still continues. And uh, um, I, I must say that it's starting to really drag markets and, and they must come to some sort of uh, a, a bailout program that will work in favor of Greece, or else just say Greece stay away, you know, stay out of the Eurozone. Why must we struggle because Greece doesn't want it to reform and change and actually apply uh, the, the, the principles that the Eurozone is trying to implicate? But I, mean, I think that is a very difficult situation, but still, let's, let's get on with the business. Let's get it. If you're going to exit the, 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 the Eurozone, do it. If you're going to take the debt, take it, and then know that you're going to have to pay it back. Anyway, just regarding short, that has affected some of the Asian markets, Akina. Investors are starting to really move towards the east, and that's what normally happens when they fear what's going on in the west. Uh, the MSCI Asia Pacific this morning uh, ended on 0.15%. Uh, this was because of stocks, especially within the Tokyo range, pushing markets up very positively. If you look at the gauge as well, last week on average gave us 1.5%. So very, very much in the positive, which is pretty much welcome. Um, I was looking at another company which is quite interesting, uh, which is Tata Motors. Um, thinking that they're going to be pulling back some, something like uh, 6,000 uh, 6, 6, vehicles. This is Jaguar, Land Rover, uh, and Tata's from the road because of the fact that there's more safety concerns about their, 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 their airbags. I think this is a worrying concern. It seems like it's becoming a trend now. And this is a different company that's getting involved. And mm. they were also hit. The stock number was hit, Sakina. It's down now by 0.8%. Not good. Uh, not good at all. Okay. Now, uh, Russia getting their second junk rating status from Moody's on the Ukraine. I think that Russia is struggling, yes. I think that people are now over-exaggerating. I, I don't think it's in such a crisis as everybody makes it out to be. So the Russian ruble becomes rubbish uh, because simply... It's just not working. Credit rating uh, um, uh, was cut down by Moody's uh, to status uh, uh, B one which is really rubbish. I want a BA1, which is really rubbish. And this makes sure that they actually make it difficult for them, despite the fact they've got sanctions already where they can't do business. Now it's getting worse because it's going to be difficult for them to get credit. But here's a question. Why do uh, countries or uh, economies get downgraded? What would be the reason behind it? Two factors, Sakina. Two factors, very importantly. One is if the prospects are looking very dull. So you have to look at both the material and fundamental change in the, in the country's operations uh, for future outlook. So if you find that that's not convincing, you can downgrade a, a country. The second one is political. And it seems like Russia, in this case, it's got both problems. It's got both the material and fundamental uh, 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 problems. And it's got the political problems because there's nobody willing to give them opportunity because they've been sanctioned against most of the Eurozone, including America as well in the West. Mm. And um, the, the, this is a story that I want you to touch on very quickly, Clive. Uh, something yeah. that happened over the weekend. Uh, get GMAT delisting from the JSE. Why are they doing that? 
Because they don't want to be Jima anymore, they want to humble. They've had problems, Kijima. They've had problems. Uh, Robert Gumede bought the stake of uh, the Romanian. He's got this company called Guma, which owns mostly most of Kijima in any case. And they've been struggling, Sakina. The ICT industry has been tough. There's been tough competition. They have not been able to reform. They've not been able to transform and translate what the uh, rest of the world is doing in terms of IT. So now he's going to buy the rest of the 11.6% that's left over of the shares of Kijima. And he thinks that the only way to make Kichima work again, <laughs> Kichima to run again, <laughs> he has to delist it so that they can actually do it uh, uh, incorporatively instead of being a public offering company. So that's very interesting, Sakina. But it's very sad because this was one of those uh, black companies that I look forward to on the JC and I say, you know, and they've got big, big investors like you've got Alan Gray there, you've got uh, Evergreen there, which is the old mutual group. So... Unfortunately, it hasn't worked, and they're going to start from scratch. So let's say to Kijima, on your mark, get set, go! (laughs) (laughs) And on that note, you better get going. Climb into Zawad to Ramatibela.